Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Ann, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. It has been a minute, so you might have forgotten, but my name is Ann. And I'm here with my beautiful partner in building up this beautiful planet. Hello, I'm Bailey, the other half of Recharge the Soul, this podcast, and we are a mother-daughter dynamic duo. We're so excited to be here with you because we're literally in Idaho. Bailey came up um, a few days ago, and we're sitting looking at these snow-capped mountains outside the, the her bedroom that she's in, and just sitting here um, really looking at back at where we have been. So we're going to do a little bit of a recap and give you a little bit of astrology behind what's going on and what we do to really take care of ourselves when we're going through moments of big change, moments of expansion, and moments of where we're just feeling squishy. So I'm going to tell you that this past few, I mean, Bailey and I both don't like January and February very much. No, I I always say like if I could eject myself from the pl- from the planet for the months of January and February and come back like mid March, I would gladly volunteer. And I don't know what it is about these two months that make us feel like that, but it's I I'm exactly the same and feel like and I was wondering feel like even if I was in another part of the world, like would it still make a difference because it's still January and February? I don't know. I don't know if it's the weather. I don't know if it's um, just the the feeling of the season. So Bailey will get a little bit into what's going on um, astrologically. But for me right now, I have just been feeling in awe of the expansion of Recharge. We set our minds to quite a few big goals last year. And really, I think I think we exceeded them, actually. I think we exceeded our goals, which is wild to think about. And it was no wonder that... We felt, I felt like I got hit by a Mack truck for a couple weeks. Yeah. No, we, well, I had to go through before recording this episode and clear some space from my laptop. And I had to move out a bunch of videos that we recorded for the course. And I was just telling my mom, like, it's so crazy because I'm really proud. And I think I could speak for you too of what we created with the Recharge the Soul Retreat Leader Program and the online course and the in-person course. And and mind you, that was something that we can't, like that idea was kind of brought into fruition during summer. So about five to four months before we actually uh, launched it and and offered it. And it's just, I'm really proud of us because we at the same time in 2023, we also did 17 retreats. We hosted 17 retreats, Little Spud and I. And so it's really exciting. I mean, it's just so wild. You know, we, we had our first team meeting, uh, our recharge, mm-hmm. yeah, recharge the soul meeting that the other day with our team, our beginning team within this process of expansion and and it was just, we were sitting there and we were talking with them and 
we were saying that, you know, when my mom and I started this, we had this idea um, in the end of 2019 and then I moved to Bali and we were going to start them in Bali. And in my mind, I had no idea that we were going to take it to this level mm-hmm. and take it to this expansion. I was just like, well, I can, I love Bali. It will give me an opportunity to live in Bali and, and I'll help set them up out there. And now, you know, you just never know. You never know when you allow yourself to take risks, when you allow yourself to get a little uncomfortable and really just kind of trust in life and where it's taking you, it will take you to magical places. And so, yeah, I think we're just in this space right now in February where we're just kind of in a lot of review because we've had a couple of weeks to just finally sit and it's been it's been a lot to process mm-hmm, a lot to process and and we've also been implementing a lot of things that we it's never thought that we would have to it's kind of like we're putting on our big girl pants and i'm 63 and i'm putting on my big girl pants and like i'm now running like a, a company it's with my daughter by my side it's like we're we're locking arms and building this out and it's something we're really proud of like bailey said and so we're very careful with her. And when I say her, we're talking about recharge because we both feel like she's a separate entity f- from us, like this separate beautiful jewel that was handed to us for us to take care of and be the stewards of and be protective over. And so all of the ladies to look at all of their faces and feel the love that actually was coming through our Zoom meeting it made us all everybody was teary-eyed everybody was so grateful I felt a lot of love for the team because we're all helping each other grow and helping hold space for this beautiful planet that really needs our help right now so I just I think that when you look at that on the my word for 2023 was expansion and it wasn't just expansion of of the business it was expansion of being able to hold light the expansion of my body, being able to have the energy to be able to run around the planet like we did. And it's crazy when you ask more of this, please, or you say, universe, blow my mind. I I have to say my mind was blown and I want to say it again. <laughs> I want to say what's going to happen next? Like universe, blow my mind. What is going to happen next? And it's just, we're on this beautiful trajectory. But in the meantime, while we're going through all this high vibrational beautiful stuff i've had moments this past um couple of weeks settling in you know working through we're uh, building out a a event management um technology to help us manage all of the retreats because now for next year we want to have three to five retreats a month and so we're building out that and we're building out our billing system and all those like nuts and bolts things i emotionally have been feeling really just kind of like wow and overwhelmed and a little sad and I don't know if I'm sad I'm not even sure why I'm sad and so I went to Bailey my who is fortunately my trusted astrologer who's (laughs) in-house and I said what is going on because I have every reason to be so grateful I think part of it is a little bit of nostalgia over thinking about my kids all being older and all over the planet um, but I also have access to them and we're close. So that's a good thing. But it just, it's like life is going by so fast and it's so beautiful and it's so wild and it can be overwhelming. And then I went to her and I said, what is going on? And she said, 
Uh, well, you know, I, I want to, we're sharing this because a lot of people are kind of feeling this transit in in the sky right now. And the more and more I study astrology, the more I'm like, wow, like everybody should really kind of be aware, you know, of what you don't have to be as obsessive as me, but aware of what's going on in the stars. And and my mom, I looked at her chart and I'm and, you know, Pluto is the planet. It's a pretty hefty planet and it, it's it brings transformation deep transformation but a lot of the times it it works with like a lot of the old or the subconscious or you know it it normally is like a death and a rebirth and Pluto has it takes around 20 years give or take to move through a whole entire sign so it's a long time of it kind of doing this deep deep work within that area and it was moving through Capricorn, as some of you may know, know, since 2008. And now it's at the end of its transit in Capricorn, which we saw the or shifts within our um, politics. We saw shifts within our financial systems. Like if you guys think back to 2008, normally the beginning of a transit, right, when when Aquarius first entered Capricorn is is the most intense and vice versa, same with the end of the transit. And so you think back to 2008, you know, what happened is we had that huge crisis um, within the house market. So housing market and my little my little mom, my little spud has been <laughs> poor little Pluto has is on the end of its transit. So it's moving out of Capricorn and what sits at the edge on her personal astrology chart, her personal natal chart, where all the planets were where, when she was born is her moon sign. And your moon sign represents your emotional realms. It represents your subconscious, your your emotional needs. You know, it's a lot of kind of the our knee jerk reactions. So, the our inner world and Pluto has been squaring. So it's at a direct zero degrees, um, and it's a hundred and or sorry, it's ninety degrees away from Pluto. So what that does is it creates normally a lot of tension or or it can create this kind of pool, but at the same time it breeds change. Like a square is not always necessarily bad, but it will create some sort of upheaval. And so Pluto has been doing this little dance, right, because it's been going forward for and it started in spring, which is really interesting because if you guys remember – Back in spring, if you're avid listeners to the podcast, Little Spud <laughs> met me in in San Francisco before we went to Bali, and she quite literally had a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. I did, yeah, because of the, wasn't pretty the move or the move for her. You know, was a lot, and she was going through a lot of change, and we hadn't seen each other in a couple of weeks. Once after I moved to Vegas, she moved to Idaho, and we were we met in San Francisco to go to Bali for the first time together, and she was just. There's a lot of things that came up that she had been stuffing down and she she did need to like process and cry. And but that it's really interesting looking at astrology because that was the first time that Pluto went and squared her moon in in that um, time frame in that month. So I'm not surprised that it was forced to come up, even if it didn't look messy. Like that's what Pluto will do. It will force you to pull it up, whether it looks messy or not. And so. That was good for her. And then Pluto goes forward for a little while and then it went backwards. So it hit her moon again. Now, this is like a, a year to two year process. 
um, and then it went, it goes forward again. It does one little more dance, um, and it will go backwards. So it's so when is it going backwards again? That's well, what I she's. Know. I was just, so it's it's doing one last little hit right now in February, which oh, is that's why. Yeah, and your yeah. your moon sign also for her. It's in her fourth house. So I, I'm hoping that I'm, you guys are following this. But on top of her emotional realms, the fourth house is connected to your home and your family. So it's pulling up even more around, you know, that. Which is why I'm really missing all of you. Yeah. And saying, why can't we all live together? And yeah, which is not healthy. We've ex- <laughs> we've, we've I don't know why this. it's not healthy. I still don't know why it's not healthy. Well, I'm, you know, and I love my family. I love you guys so much, too. And even being in Vegas, I get, I'm so lucky because I live with my brother. But I'm like, one day it would be really nice for us to all live in the same town. Not the same house, the same town. Same t- I could do the same town. That you know, would be amazing. Because we are so close. And as I've gotten older, like my family is so important to me. And and so, yeah, Pluto's just been kind of doing a little dance on little Spud's um, emotional realm. And, and also, you know, it's squaring her, for anybody that does follow astrology out there, it's squaring her first house. So it's, uh, it's her first house and her fourth house that are going through major transits, which is like this new re-emerging of who you are of like your new identity of this new leaf for you it's like a new chapter a new beginning but it's pulling up all these old past roots and really kind of having you clear house so you can start anew but it can be it can feel squishy and I've been feeling squishy you know Pluto is also doing some magic in my chart and and a lot of people around us have been feeling really squishy as well. So we thought we'd share. Yeah, and by squishy, we mean like emotional, maybe bluesy, maybe a little a little sad. And then also, you know, crying over things like, uh, you know, just all kinds of stuff. And it's just, you know, and there's been also things that have happened. Like Hunter did get in a car accident, which, which his car got totally smashed. Hunter is my brother. And yeah, and he's... He, but he's fine and he's in Florida. But, you know, of course, the mom and me wanted to, again, healthily fly out there and wrap him up as the mom wants to do. But again, he has he has his wife who she's she's awesome and we love Oha. But it was just like a moment where I'm like, wow, time goes by so fast and you just never know what might happen to your family members. It made me feel like that. And um, I just really am so grateful for this life and when I feel moments like that where I'm you know feeling nostalgic or feeling bluesy I know it's not going to last forever so we were going to also share some of the things that we do to help us so one of the things that my other son Bailey's brother Levi what he said which really really had an impact on me is like nothing the mindset that nothing is forever, that this is this feeling is not going to last. Like there are moments in life where you haven't felt that great. And then there's moments in life when you feel like, oh my gosh, more of this, please. Like this is how I want to feel all the time. And so knowing that it doesn't last forever and knowing that it's just a moment in time, like today we went on a long walk, Bailey's leaving for Vegas tomorrow. I'm feeling a lot better and um, just really super feeling really grateful. But I did my practice this morning, which is another thing that I do. But I do want to share with um, thinking about moments of of time that you don't that you realize that your feelings aren't forever. Is that 
I do really love the idea of one of our mentors, Lee Harris. He talks about having moments of bliss. So um, one of my goals, and I'm very goal-oriented, I'm very yang-oriented, very action. And um, one of my goals is to always shoot for having mostly high vibrational days, mostly moments of bliss. That's always like the bar for me. So what are the things that I can do is number one, embrace instead of wrestling with it and trying to push it out when I'm feeling bad, embrace it and go, what, how am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? And I literally ask myself those questions and journal about it. And then number two, get back to my practice. So this morning I had a really beautiful practice and I playing music during my practice really helps me dive deeper into my practice, which makes it more meaningful and also more powerful. So I'll listen to beautiful chorus. Um, There's another one that I love called opening. It's a song called opening. If you guys want more information, just message me on one of the various platforms because I can share more with you on our music. Bailey also shares hers on Spotify. But um, music, my morning practice, when I get away from that, my days are different. Don't you find that, that your days are different when you don't do your morning practice? Yeah. Yeah, I need, that's like something that I've really been needing to get back to because I, I think that whenever, since we've been on this kind of push on this last quarter of the year and beginning of the year, because January for us as well was really crazy, I... I just got away from my morning practice and that'll be, you know, I think when you first start your morning practice, it's really, really important to stay consistent. And I, and I think that it's important to get back on the wagon whenever you fall off. But I do feel how my consistency with my morning practice for a couple of years has completely altered the way that I think throughout the day. And so I can tune in pretty quickly, but I do, I heard your music this morning in the other room. And I was like, my nervous system instantly like felt like it was getting swaddled. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> and so it reminded me, you know, when I get back home, I really need to get back on that. And um, and yeah, I think that this last period of time, just you and I both feeling squishy, kind of reminded us how important it is to keep that connection strong. Mm-hmm. So important. And um, I my practice... I really love lighting the candle and I spray myself with some wonderful um, high vibrational spray that I get from Brave Eagle, who again is another one of our mentors in Sacramento. I love her. It's called Soul's Journey. I love that. And I've recently had this in my meditation, a eagle come in, which so I've been really focusing and feeling the the presence of the eagle and the high view and then I um, sort of light my candle spray my soul's journey on me use some essential oils on my wrist and then breathe that in um, and then dive in for my practice and have my journal there and then at the end of my practice I always I've been pulling cards and so um, the oracle cards are really powerful for me I always ask for messages and I did ask for instance, always when you're doing your your practice, you might wonder what that means. One of the things is that I'll sit and I'll listen for answers and then I'll ask, is there anything I need to know? And so this morning when I asked, is there anything I need to know? They showed me a long path going through a meadow towards a mountain. 
and at the top of the mountain there was a castle and it was really telling me there were flowers off to the left and there was like a little tree with some apples on the right to rest and it was just telling me to enjoy the journey that this is part of it's not just getting to the castle it's about enjoying the process along the way like all the things I'm going to be learning are things that I believe I signed up to learn before I ever came here so I'm really grateful for this new next I do feel like it's a new path I do feel like we're on a fresh clean slate and really recharges on a fresh clean slate too so feeling that excitement about what we're building is super cool so what do you do for to help yourself during those times of bluesiness? Um, I well, you said something earlier that I think is really helpful and I I think to accept how you're feeling and not try to sometimes I think you know, trying to understand it helps like maybe wondering where it's coming from or or where whose it is or if it's even yours or is it fear, is it worry, is it sadness, is it but sometimes it's hard to even even understand where it's coming from. And so when I can't pinpoint it, I think just kind of surrendering to it and being like, man, I'm just feeling a little off. I just feel really off and not guilting yourself. I think a lot of the times I also am like, man, my life is so beautiful. Like I'm so grateful for so many things in my life. And, and I've always had such a blessed life for the most part of course there's been challenges and hardships but I want to change them for the world because they've led me to where I am now but I think when you give yourself the pass of not necessarily always needing to have to understand why you're feeling like that and just let it pass through you like a like water almost like how emotions are that's how they are in our body and and right now you know our one of our people that we listen to Lee Harris we talk about him a lot he talks about how February is a time this year that is people are going through a lot of awakenings people are going through a lot of upgrades there's a lot of shifts going on and so it's normal to kind of feel this unstableness which is kind of how I have been feeling and and also a contraction. I do feel like April, it's going to be like expansive and there's almost this lifting energy. Like we're kind of in a fog. This is how energetically it looks to be. We're in a fog. And then March, that mid-March, end of March, we're kind of coming out of the fog. And then it literally feels like a like a big gulp of air in April. Mm. And so sometimes before that expansion and that shift, uh, there is this contraction period of like, I feel like I want to go into like a little ball, like a little cocoon, <laughs> like a little ball and just mm-hmm. like kind of wrap myself up. And so, yeah, I think accepting how you're feeling and not necessarily needing to have to fully understand it, but how can you move it out of yourself? I posted on my Instagram last night, like, I almost didn't want to go to the gym and I even told my mom I'm like I think I'm just going to relax tonight and she goes I think you should go to the gym I'm like okay I'm going to go to the gym mm-hmm. and I ended up on the Stairmaster and I just felt that that emotion within me that I was trying to figure out I just felt it start to move out of my system which was really nice because I thought if I figured it out then I could figure out how to get it out but then if I 
once I allowed my body to do the work, my mind to get out of the way, it naturally just started to lift. And I, it like cleared the fog for me in a lot of ways. So number one, don't try to understand it. Number two, how can you move it out? I always say the body is a vehicle to shift your energy. Go dance, go uh, do breath work, go do cardio. Like don't do cardio as a means of just to say a certain size, your main priority with cardio should be a way to shift your mental state Mm -hmm. and anything else that comes along with that is really beautiful. And so running, skipping, movement. All the endorphins you get, that really is, that that is why movement is medicine. It really is. Yeah. So those are my two main things that really, 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 really help me sweating. Yeah. Which is, which is so beautiful. That's so, so true. The other day, this is one of the things probably not to do for me when when I'm feeling a little bluesy. I was feeling it coming on and I was like, just really not talking about it, just kind of holding it in. And it was before I found out that Hunter had an accident and I uh, and before I really had put fingers on what it was that I was feeling, I actually went downstairs early and my husband sometimes likes to watch the news or other shows like that. And I sat down and I just sat there for about three hours. And after feeling from like 6.30 to 9.30 and I, after feeling thoroughly beaten up, thoroughly just thrashed because I'm an empath and just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that's happening. Oh, you know, all the things that are going on. And really, they're just focusing on all the hard things that are going on and all the things that are how that we really, for me, I always have to think about what do I have power and control over? Where, what is it that I can control? And if I am on my knees, I am no help to anybody. And I do believe that your energy can shift things. I do believe that you can choose to be the joy that walks into a room, that you can be the joy bringer. And if you're on your knees, don't you think that darkness loves that you're not that you're not shining bright and that you're not high vibrational? Because that literally creates a ripple effect around the world. It really does. So that's why what we like to do when we're in retreat, we like to help people be little light beams when they go back to wherever they're at. Like our friend Katie, she goes back to Iowa, and we call her the unicorn in the middle of. The, the cornfield, she's just like this unicorn standing there. And now, which is so surprising, but not so surprising, lots of people who don't even know Katie that are from Iowa are now coming to our retreats. It's just mind boggling that energy has that kind of an effect. So when I'm sitting there and I'm watching all the things that are going on and I go, how can I make a difference? What can I do to help? Certainly going under the covers is not one of them. And that's how I feel after I sit for three hours and be bathed in this this hard energy that doesn't vibrate well with my with who I am. So I just I realized that, and so I told my husband, I said, you know, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> he looked at me and he goes, after seeing how it affected you, I don't think I want you to do that either. And I was like, thank you for recognizing that, because I don't want to do that. I can't. I said, if something's going on that I need to know about, then please let me know. I know there's a lot of people who feel like you're not walking around informed, but um, I can't do the work that I'm doing if I'm under the bed. So... For me, protecting my mindset is super important. So 
So after that, what I did do were two things that I know that immediately shift me is we went for a hike in nature, which was amazing. Got outside, shifted it, talked it, talked it out. I'm an outside processor, talked it out. I don't know if, if you guys have ever thought about if you're an inside processor or an outside processor, but I'm definitely an outside processor. Um, got it out and then listen to things that really lift my vibration. Listen to things that are in alignment, things that learning new things as well on how to shift your energy, all the things that we like to talk about. And so, and that we like to learn about because it's what we teach. So seeing the impact that that had on me when I know that there are people out there who listen to the news every day and it impacted me pretty hard. And I mean, I was in tears after three hours. I was just like, okay, no more of this. So watching your mindset, protecting your mindset, not just against the news, but against uh, people who are negative Nellies. Sorry, Nelly, if there's any Nellies out there, but any any type of negative complainers, truly try to limit contact, um, toxic relationships, toxic shows, what you're reading, what you're eating, anything you're consuming, really super, super important. Yeah, I. it's really interesting because we, I, yeah, even the people that you're talking to, like notice how their words, because people will have certain mindsets about around what is capable in life. And my mom and I have a big mission. We do. We really have a big mission because we notice, even today when we're, we went on a walk and we're, we've been out of a retreat now for two weeks and we're looking at each other like, okay, we're ready to go again. <laughs> and it's because the, the magic that is in within retreats is so potent and it's so, God, it just feels so good. Yeah. And it's so transforming, not just for those that come, but also for those, for us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I remember sometime or at one point somebody was like, well, how are you going to do that? That sounds like a lot of work or that sounds so stressful or how are you all these things. It sounds impossible is what she was saying. Yeah, it sounds impossible. And it's like, well, thank God we do not have that mindset. And also we have to protect ourselves from people with those kind of Mm -hmm. thoughts because that's not our reality. And if we had that reality, we wouldn't be able to do what we're set out to do. And that is to bring more light into this world. And so you really have to pay attention to who is around you. And some people you can't treat, like say, for example, if it's coworkers or family members, right? And you're like, well, I can't necessarily... uh, like those relationships are, uh, I can't just move them out. Well, then you have to figure out ways on how you can protect your mindset around those people, whether it's, you know, almost uh, allowing their <laughs> them to fade out when they're talking to you or to create boundaries with them where you, you kind of cut them off and say, you know, I really... I really just don't, I can't allow that kind of mindset into my life right now. I'm really trying to focus on building up my mindset, uh, you know, and kind of redirecting them. But all of those little things, all the news, uh, certain songs you're listening to, what kind of music are you listening to? That even holds a vibration. That holds a frequency. I was driving yesterday because it's been rainy here in uh, Quarter Lane. And I was driving back from, I went and got my hair done yesterday. I went blonder because I was like, listen, if we're going to be in February, I'm going to be blonde. And <laughs> Bring in some light somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and I was on my way back and, 
you know, Drake, which I love Drake. I do. I have certain times where I love rap and it kind of puts me into my, my, um, boss babe mentality, but I didn't want to be a boss babe yesterday. I wanted to be a happy babe. And so <laughs> I, so I switched it immediately because I noticed how it was making me feel. And I put on Trevor Hall mm-hmm. and that vibration switched me for my drive home. I mean, you just have to be really present with yourself and say, how is this? What's, what's coming at me? How is it making me feel? If it's not making me feel good, how can I move away from it? How can I switch it? How can I, um, how can I direct it into a new direction? What do I need to do in order to shake and shift the energy? That's how powerful you are. And that's what we forget. And so, uh, I think that this has been a really big learning, like reminder for us, within uh just protecting our own mindset and we get boozy too and we're we're fighting the current sometimes and mm-hmm. and so uh we thought that this would be a really really good way just to share with you guys because we do know a lot of you because we talk to a lot of you are feeling squishy right now mm-hmm. and and i'm going to tell you pluto is moving from Capricorn into Aquarius and in the collective in the collective everybody's going through this transit and whether it's impacting a personal planet within your chart or not the beginning of a transit just like thinking back to 2008 um when it moved into Capricorn now it's moving into Aquarius is always a little bit intense and and Aquarius is ruled by the planet Uranus okay so that adds another little tool in there but like unexpected shifts happening unexpected events happening in people's lives but they can be positive no yeah of course mm-hmm. it's all positive but it's change mm-hmm. and lots of people don't like change yeah it's change and we're going to go through you know we're in this for the next 20 years and aquarius is all about the collective so 20 years 20 years and so it's all about the collective and technology and more of a we attitude versus an i attitude uh it's it's about like innovation. How can we make things better? And so with Pluto going through that, we're going to see a lot of things kind of like the old and we we're feeling it now. The old is really gripping on, right? There's a lot of things within, I think personally, our political structure, um, within laws, within old ways of being, old standing structures that are really gripping on like the war, like that even being... I, a means of thinking that that is any sort of solution uh, is gripping on. So it's allow your guys, you guys take care of yourself during this. Know that it will pass. And, and it's really, in my mind, it is creating a better future. But we just must go through a little bit of dismantling at first. And, and so a little bit of crumbling. A little bit of crumbling. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is going to kind of be, you know, 2024 is going to be intense and 2025 is going to be a little bit intense and it will start mellowing out. But the best thing that you can do is take care of yourself. Notice what pulls you out of your energy and how can you pull yourself back into a space of alignment? How can you purge out emotions that come up, old habits old ideas like question them and so yeah i just wanted to touch on that if you look at your natal chart as well you can see if any personal planets are getting impacted you can also mm-hmm. a astrology reading with me mm-hmm. and we can dive into your own chart I'll it's put, so powerful yeah i'll put my link below uh it was really helpful for me to know that where pluto was happening in my chart because there's a reason why 
that was all happening and it was and it's so crazy because I have an Aquarius I'm a Virgo sun a Taurus moon and Aquarius rising and so last year at the, at this time on February 6th of 2023 we didn't even know we were moving and so talking about Uranus creating quick change by this time a month later we were in the process of moving to Idaho <laughs> so it's yeah like, so it's like all the changes that can happen in mm-hmm. in a very short period of time and I also want to yeah. just add in too really quick because you know the last time just to give an, a taste on what Pluto does in Aquarius I believe it was like in the seven or eight it was in 17 at, at the end of the 1700s that Pluto went through Aquarius and we had the French Revolution we had the Industrial Revolution we had the Haitian Revolution we had all of these revolutions of change within the world and old breakdowns of old structures. And so I think that Which that- is, it can be exciting. And this is where you really want to control your mindset around that and know that this is, for those of you that are super do not like change, just buckle up and go, I'm, I'm going to be like the river. I'm going to be resilient. I'm going to go with the flow. And I'm going to do things to take care of my body. What my mom just said within protecting your mindset around like that revolutionary energy that Pluto brings in Aquarius, like it's nothing to fear. We we're moving into, you know, Aquarius also rules our spirituality. And so it's the bringing balance in between technology, which is rapidly rising, AI, Mm -hmm. and then also making sure as technology grows and expands, which is natural evolution of technology, there's nothing wrong with it. But how can we also remain connected to our roots? How can we remain connected to our consciousness and to our humanness? Our humanity. Our humanity. So I think the next 20 years are going to be really beautiful. But there are going to be moments of, yeah, like the old meaning, the birthing of the new and and so in those times, like just allowing yourself to be the little light. Mm-hmm. I, I love all of that. And with that being said, when you're feeling like, oh, my gosh, what what is going on? Bailey's breathwork is fabulous. I know it's not just Bailey's breathwork because I've been actually talking to a lot of people about using their breath because Bailey's taught me about how important it is to use your breath. And even like when you're birthing a baby, using your breath, I used my breath to birth all three of my children and really using that to guide you and help release things that aren't serving you it's so important for grounding just to take some big deep breaths and then just release it makes you feel so much better and then the other thing that we discovered while we were here because we were doing this last year at I'm in the lifetime pool in Folsom we would go in and cold plunge so Cold plunging really builds your resilience. It really builds your mindset around um, being uncomfortable and being able to move through things. It also is um, raises your endorphins, which is your happy chemical. That's something that runs through your body when you are going through stress and then you release the stress and then it releases hormones that are really lift up your mood and make you feel better. So cold plunging is great for, uh, for all kinds of things, anti-aging, your immune system, so we found some place here in Coeur d'Alene that does cryotherapy, does red light therapy, which also is great for uh, 
really all about mindset and elevating uh, anything that helps with depression, bluesiness. I do think that our our family in particular, Bailey, has a little bit of a tendency for bluesiness for whatever reason. I don't know if it's because we're chemically made that way or spiritually made that way or both, but using all of the tools are so important to me because I don't want to check out. You know, I don't want to do things to numb myself. So I'd rather find ways that help support me, tools that help support me. So the red light therapy with the sauna, there's this place called um, Coeur d'Alene Cryo up where I'm at. And it's amazing with red light therapy, sauna. They have something called a biomat that um, helps with your cellular regeneration. So I'm doing all of those things. I'm doing anything that I can do to help me with my mood, to help me with my mindset, to help me with my temple, I'm going to do. I think also along with that, and then we'll kind of wrap it up is alcohol, just paying attention to, you know, where where my mom touched on it, where maybe if you are feeling a little bit bluesy I think the worst thing you can do is check out is numb out through yeah again alcohol or, or sugar or sugar, sugar or drugs or whatever your vice may be that kind of allows you to check out because the the ramifications of it on the other end make it 10 times worse for me it personally it makes the fog even harder to get out of and so sitting with it processing it allowing yourself to not check out how can you find ways that are going to allow you to feel at least 2% better because it's it's going to, believe it or not, shorten the process of whatever it is you're moving through or have it not feel quite as intense because mm-hmm. there are, you know, again, those ramifications, those consequences that come after you kind of indulge in escaping a little bit. And so, yeah, I... Whenever I'm feeling bluesy, I, you know, because sometimes coming here and visiting my parents, me and Grizz, my stepdad like to have a beer, but I won't even like have a beer or anything the past couple of days just because it's kind of, I've noticed um, if I do, I just don't sleep as good. I wake up, I feel a little bit, it's harder for me. I have to work a little bit harder to get myself uplifted. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that, do you have anything else you wanted to add I, in? I do have one more thing. And that is finding a tribe or a community to talk about. Have your we're, We have um, some of our retreat leaders have something in the Sacramento area called the Peaceful Posse, where they all get together um, once or twice a month. And it's really helpful. I talked to Bailey about finding a yoga tribe up here. I haven't found one that really, really con- that I connect with. But I'm going to make that one of my missions is to find a commute, some sort of a community. That's, you know, not just in within retreat, but something I can check into regularly where I'm at. Yeah, community is so important. I, I feel like that too. I think isolating yourself sometimes can feel really, make it not that. We're outside processors also, so mm-hmm. we need people to be around. People do shit. I went to the gym yet last night and it was packed and I was like, this makes me feel better. I'm with all these people. They're I, my tribe. Nobody's talking to each other and we're all listening to things in our headphones, but we are all one. I love that. It did make you feel better just being in that energy. It I mean, did. it's uplifting. You I don't know? like empty gyms. I really don't. Yeah. I it, like being around people. I know people are like, oh, it's so busy in here. I'm like, this is great. We're all here together. <laughs> all improving our lives together. Yeah. So we're so grateful for you. Thank you for being patient with us on 
getting back on track with our podcast and we'll try to do better this year. Um, we're just, we're up for this journey. We're all in and we're here to support you. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for staying along with the journey with us. And if you've been listening to this whole podcast, we, you get a gold star. You get a gold star. You message <laughs> us. We'll let, we'll send you a gold star in the mail. <laughs> we so love you. We love you guys. And, and we will talk to you soon. We're back on track. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you.